0: All right, let's uh, quickly remind you of our conversation here tonight. Uh, Cricket South Africa saga just won't go away this time. Well, they've earned themselves the eye of the sports minister. Now, intervention after intervention has come literally to nothing. Um, This is not even the first time. This is not even the first attempt. And it appears, though, uh, that this past weekend was the last straw. For the minister, a a shocking about turn by the members' council in a secret ballot, uh, rejecting the implementation of a recommendation in the Nicholson report. Uh, That's kind of left the sport now in in pretty much serious trouble and on the brink of collapse here in the country. And I am not exaggerating at all. When I say the brink of collapse, I don't know. Maybe it has collapsed because there was a deadline of five o'clock. I mean, it's gotten so bad. The minister had come out to say that he will invoke that Section 13.5 of the Sport and Recreation Act and suspend the organization. I don't want to waste time with this conversation. The minister doesn't want to waste time with this conversation. He has a lot to do and a lot that's on his plate. And especially around cricket, I'm not going to waste anybody's time. We, we we're just going to get straight into the business of the day. Natim Tetra, Minister of Sports Arts and Cultures, on the line. Good evening, welcome, sir. Good evening, Robert, and good evening to your listeners. Five o'clock deadline was it met? Yes, uh, I'm told that it was met. Uh, I
1: have not uh, seen uh, the the response, but. Uh, we uh, legal team is busy with it, and uh, after this uh, uh, discussion with you, uh, I'll get uh, to it. But uh, I must indicate that uh, what we expected and what we want is uh, what is in the Nicholson report, and that is the majority of independent directors and an independent chairperson. Anything less than that, uh, it would be a waste of time.
0: So just to repeat that, so people are very clear, Minister, in terms of what you want. You want a majority what? You mentioned two things, because I'm asking you to repeat, because we might have to go back to what it is that you're requesting. And it sounds like a very simple thing. Please give me those two points again. Not sure if we've lost the minister. It sounds like it, uh, but we we're going to try get him back. It, it's a it's a crucial crucial point that he is making because when you set a deadline, you're expecting something to be presented to you so that you don't take whatever drastic action that needs to be taken. Uh, so while we try and resuscitate that line, let's uh, uh, let's listen to this very quickly. Marawa Sports Worldwide We've got the sports minister, Mr. Natim Tata As government, we will never hold our
1: arms uh, Even when they are messing things up No, we we watch. even going forward we will, not, we will not do that We did the same with uh, IOCIPC, for instance uh, relating to Sasko. You have people who think not for the nation, some of them, and some of these uh, uh, sporting codes, are thinking for themselves, What what is it they're going to get? A sense of um, impunity, the sense of entitlement. They are prepared to club together, to gang up, to protect those interests. Back off. Uh, you have no local stand to engage us on anything. hope, oh, but they're making a mistake. Hashtag MSW.
0: All right. The Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, Natim Tato, is back on the line. We lost him there uh, for a sec. Our apologies. Not sure what happened then. Minister, you back on. I just wanted you to repeat those two very important points of what it is that you were expecting by 5 o'clock this afternoon.
1: Well, uh, Robert, uh, the crux of the matter here uh, is uh, the lack of good governance uh, in cricket, and that's the main thing uh, we are addressing here. And in addressing that, we're guided by the Nicholson uh, Report, which states that, uh, and which we agree with this government, that uh, the majority of the directors of the Board of Cricket should be independent. That's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, the chairperson, should be an independent chairperson that is true and uh, this line of march is not an isolated south african thing which perhaps government uh, uh, just scratch its head and imposing uh, on cricket south africa if you look at uh, uh, england for instance uh, australia new zealand they're following the same line and uh, it's the line which we in South Africa have, over time, uh, believed in uh, the King Four uh, report, and therefore, we we were disappointed last week, uh, and it was the, the last row Really, we were disappointed because midweek, the Members Council agreed with this line of march, uh, and then, when then there was a special general meeting. Uh, the whole thing they enact Now, um, we, we then said that uh, I, today we should have a report, a representation on why we should not invoke the, the, the act, uh, the National Sport and Recreation Act of 1998. Uh, and that's where we are. Uh, I hope that when we sit after this uh, with the legal team, our legal team, uh, I'll be presented with something which will say, no, well, uh, yes, we've made a mistake, uh, and so on. And this, uh, Robert, uh, remember that uh, there is some insertion of sars in the process. Yep. And we clarified this thing in the special general meeting, that sars uh, matter doesn't arise because you would remember that uh, our approach was that cricket must solve its problem. And cricket couldn't. Uh, things w- uh, went from bad to worse. And then it was elevated to Suscoc. Suscoc failed dismally. And they referred uh, the whole thing back to us as government. We can't now go back as if we don't know what we are doing. You know? Uh, yeah. And this is what I was clarifying. The president of uh, Suscoc, Barry Hendricks, uh, and the... Uh, some members of the uh, members' council who have communicated this uh, to the interim board.
0: But how did it sit? How did it sit with you, Minister? While we talk about Barry Hendricks and we talk about Saskok, how did it sit with you knowing that the meeting where he was supposed to be an observer ended up being a meeting where, uh, you know, a vote was taken to give him a voice and he was granted a voice? Um, It it might have seemed like it was a surprise that he was given a platform to uh, have a voice, but then it seemed like he had a prepared speech.
1: When I don't know what was the, the arrangement, but the, the, the agenda which was adopted when I was there uh, didn't have Barry Hendricks to as uh, the president of Sasco to address the meeting. Uh, and when it happened, you know, um, I, I I watched it and I was trying to understand what this is because it's 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 just out of order. I mean, you go to a meeting, you adopt an agenda. And somebody comes and then you say, no, let's, let's get the person in. But I understood it better after the outcome of the special general meeting that actually here, as I said, the problem with sport, we have individuals whose egos, whose interests, whose parochial interests supersede the national interest. That's the, that's the fundamental issue. Here and uh, I saw it at play, and that is what was mm. happening. And then I was not surprised that oh well, this whole thing has been planned uh, deliberately uh, to come and 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 actually come and present South as a paragon of correctness and uh, uprightness, which they are not actually, mm. because if they were they were going to be able to deal with this matter, uh, as they're supposed to. So they want to come through the back door. And I had to make it clear that there is no issue of Sassok here. This matter is, uh, the ball is in my court, uh, and as government, we have been dealing with it. uh, But we have reached a point where we we are convinced. We are convinced that uh, uh, here there is no interest of cricket at heart. And people are not playing by that. And they know what they are playing for.
0: I want to pick up on that point when I come back from the break, Minister, because this is a, a, a clear signal that between yourself and the, as a minister, as well as SASCOG, that there is a major disagreement. So when our Olympic body, the National Olympic body called SASCOG, is in major disagreement... With an entire sitting minister of sport, what then is the way forward? We'll pick up on that and a whole lot more. We'll be chatting to the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, Minister Natim Tatoum. Marawa Sports Worldwide. We've got the sports minister, Mr. Natim Tata. We had uh, exhausted
1: all the avenues of trying to make sense of nudging the board itself, uh, where you had people who were just resisting. But we want them. We want them. We told them that uh, we are not the kind of people who are trigger-happy. But if we have to pull the trigger, we won't hesitate. We made it clear uh, from the beginning. We preempted them and we told them that we know what we do. When you want people to back off, especially ministers or government, you then talk about the ICC. People were messing up cricket here at home, immediately hearing them having this shield, which is ICC, a scarecrow, actually, uh, which is ICC. We said, no, but this can't be correct.
0: Hashtag MSW. Graham Jaffe, sports journalist, uh, joining us uh, on the line all the way from the US. As soon as
1: there's lots of money, then you have everybody jumping onto the gravy train. Cricket South Africa has 400 million rand sitting in their bank account. Are they now going after that money? Why all of a sudden is there all this intervention? And again, the cricket board, the entire cricket board... Should have been put out, should have resigned last December. They are all complicit. The problem is, you've got these board members earning 350,000 Rand a year for attending six meetings. It's an embarrassment. Why are they even being paid? They get free trips, they get free game, game tickets, and plus they're being paid. Are you kidding me? No wonder these guys don't want to give up this gravy-trained position. And Saskog, do I need to tell you any further about how badly run organization they are? So what do we got? The blind leading the blind? It's a woeful mess.
0: The blind leading the blind. Those are the words there of uh, Graham Joffey in indicating why the members don't want to leave uh, these positions, even citing 350,000 um, rand that they do earn for just attending six meetings and all the freebies that come with it and say maybe that is what is at stake. Uh, minister Natim Tetra uh, w- was arguing his case and he was also saying that it's about self-interest. So when you marry the two uh, thoughts from that clip that we've played and you also marry the thoughts of what the minister has been saying uh, there seems to be uh, an, a sort of alignment there, Minister. Maybe your quick reaction to that. Uh, any lines detected in terms of what Graham Joffe just said?
1: Well, I think uh, I can agree more with, with him. Uh, and precisely the point why South Africans should know uh, what is it that they are dealing with, uh, which uh, is becoming a soap now. And uh, at some point, this soap has to come to an end.
0: And it's going to be difficult though, as I was saying before we had we hit the break minister, that um the head on clash with a sitting minister of sport and a an Olympic body of the country, which is sascog, what then informs there to be clarity moving forward and alignment you don't always have to be in agreement with saskog and Saskog doesn't always have to be in agreement with you, but when The void is as large as it is right now. What can be the saving grace?
1: Well, uh, firstly, um, uh, Robert, uh, I think uh, both of us should not fall into a trap, uh, a trap of a Sasco which is not existent on this matter. Mm. So this matter is between cricket South Africa and government and the ministry. In particular, uh, by way of uh, illustrating the point, uh, we mentioned Sasco, but Sasco failed. So it it can't be an issue now. The issue is the people who have been working with since October, uh, even though they ratified, I appointed the interim board in October and they ratified it in November. So we have been working with them uh, every step of the way there's been obstruction in some instances have been asked to come and intervene uh, until like last week uh, where there was uh, they had an issue with the majority of the board being independent uh, and uh, the chairperson being independent but when we met uh, we uh, agreed uh, on that because there was we were not going to move to the special general meeting because, Robert, I've said it uh, in the past that government wants to see things happening uh, and the structures running uh, like uh, the sporting bodies are running their affairs. We were ready to step back last week and say that now we're going to the ATM, you were giving the people who are going to take the process forward. But no, uh, they, they reneged. So the issue here is between Cricket South Africa and ourselves, uh, and, and the letter which we wrote uh, went straight to them based on the outcome of the SGM uh, they had this, this weekend. And, and that's what we expect from, from them. Uh, and as I said, what we expect is what we've been telling them Right from the beginning, we never, uh, you know, concealed anything. We did say that we want transformation here. We want to see transformation. We want to see good governance. And when there was an argument that sport must be run by sporting or sport people, we said, no, but the reason why we're in this mess is precisely because for the past nine years, they have ignored uh, the Nicholson uh, report, and it's time that that report is implemented. The unfortunate thing is that in all these things, in whatever they are doing, this intransigent uh, we are experiencing is going to affect sport. Uh, and unfortunately, that's the kind of people who are in the leadership of sport uh, today. But uh, we 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 have done it all. Uh, there was. There's nothing I think we didn't do, uh, even at at an instance where there's been delay of 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 the situation and the problems, but we kept our cool, we followed, uh, because we we believed that we are dealing with uh, honest people.
0: On the issue of that, and and, and I'm quite interested in in your take here, Um, I've literally just a second ago gotten the members council uh, statement uh, on the account of events. And and one of the things that they talk about uh, is of the MOI, the final draft uh, was received by the members council on Friday, uh, which was the 16th of April at um, 0038. So that's 22 minutes to one in the morning. And it says that the notice of the meeting was finally received at 2026 on the same day. Now, this hardly gave the members' council any time to send, discuss and approve the final draft of the MOI with the actual custodians of cricket, which are the affiliates. Hence, there was a plea for a seven-day extension, which was rejected by the independent board. What do you make of that? I mean, is there truth to what they say? No, no, no. Uh,
1: Robert, uh, we we are not kids here, uh, and we have been around and we have seen all these things. By the way, members' council has been part and parcel of each and every step of the way from November on this matter. Um, and, and and this, I, I even said uh, last week, that I'm glad that the sticky points, uh, we have dealt with them, you know, uh, because they they've come to the party and said, "No, well, uh, it's 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 reasonable in their majority it's reasonable that uh, they move towards uh, the path which is uh, has been proven taken by all uh, serious countries who take uh, cricket seriously and, and and sport seriously." So. Uh, The interim board has never at any point during this process got into a corner on itself and drafted something and then came. Here you had people, uh, a senior legal person like Michael Katz, who has been working with both the the interim board and uh, the the members' council. Uh, So to plead ignorant again, it's, it's, it's that... It's that thing which borders on on, on integrity, uh, really. Uh, to say no, we were under the rock for the past uh, eight months. Uh, we woke up and were told uh, day before that the uh, the this thing, no, it's not true. Uh, we were not going to be uh, singing from the same hymn book. Last week, uh, when members uh, didn't know when they'd not there. Uh, Informed uh, their 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 affiliates, and the issue is not about informing affiliates. The issue is about delaying the process so that at the end of the day, uh, this whole thing is rendered uh, ineffective. The whole process itself, when they know that uh, deep down in them, uh, we've been nursing them, uh, you know, obstructing uh, this process all the way. So it's it's one. It's one of the of the examples uh, which they are making. They'll come up with something else tomorrow. Uh, they'll come up with, uh, bring everything so that the, there's no clarity of where the process is going. We said by the 17th of April, we want the IB, the interim board, uh, to start the process of handing over Uh to the uh, AGM and so, but we had to start with a special general uh, meeting, as it were. Mm-hmm. And in the meeting, Robert, uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday, nobody said that, no, but they were not given enough time. They came there ready, and they knew what they were there to do, and they did
0: exactly what they wanted to do. Because with that in mind, though, when when the finger-pointing starts again, Minister, and then you have a scenario where the... It is said that the members council had the MOI, but then it was about the the interim board wanting to change that, and they wanted to change it unilaterally. Did you get wind of that? And if you did, what was your reading of that situation? Because that is, again, one of the sticking points to say, yes, it was there, but they wanted it to be done unilaterally.
1: No, there's nothing unilateral, Robert. It's Mm. either you change or you don't change. It's either you transform or you don't transform. There is no middle road in terms of the report. In fact, when that point was made, I took liberty to meet both the chairperson of the interim board and the acting president of Cricket uh, Cricket South Africa uh, Members Council. When I met them, uh, it was clear that uh, there was there is no such. There is nothing like imposing. And it wasn't the first meeting. I myself got into a meeting and explained that there is no imposition here. It's either you say you are holding to the status quo, uh, regardless of what is happening uh, in sport, Wow. Uh, continue messing up cricket as we have been messing it up to where it is now, uh, where South Africa is a shade of its former self in terms of uh, its international stature and standing uh, in, yes. in, in but cricket. But just back to,
0: but, but back to the, the point, though, Minister, so that we don't digress too much. W- were they not using words like this is non-negotiable. This is not negotiable. Does that then not open up a a feeling that something needs to be done, Uh, but it it can be done unilaterally. So just back to that, because I want clarity on that uh, so that we we can move on so that we, by the end of this discussion, we we get somewhere because this is dragging on for too long. And it starts to make me worry about players who have now come out publicly players, cricket players, minister are now apologizing to sponsors. Yes. on behalf of yes. the administrators, for the yes. mess that the administrators yes. are doing. This has happened in South Africa, ladies and gentlemen. Players are stepping forward. A An unprecedented event is taking place right in front of our eyes. And unless we resolve this, I'm afraid we are going nowhere and we're going to win nothing. And South Africa will just be a crying shame from where it was as a cricketing nation. So when, when I mention the words that you know, if the interim board says things are non-negotiable, what message does that send?
1: Well, uh, that would be, as you say, playing uh, with weights. But there are two choices here, uh, Robert. It's either you continue uh, living things as they are and only pray and hope for the best, uh, for supernatural powers, uh, or you change You change based on what has been with Cricket South Africa for almost a decade, which is the report specifically when uh, relating to MOI, specifically Mm -hmm. with regards to the nature of the structure uh, of the board. Um, And whatever you say about that, but that's what should happen. Uh, Now, if you say it's non-negotiable or it's negotiable or whatever, but the fact of the matter is that it's either that or stay where you are. We have made a very clear choice that we are moving forward. We want to be like uh, all others uh, in the world, uh, in the space of cricket, uh, those who matter uh, most. And, And therefore, we've got to have the board uh, of Cricket South Africa with the majority of the independent directors. You also need to have the chairperson who's independent. Now, anything less than that uh, would be what we have currently.
0: You, You know what worries me again, Minister, is... Yes. I'm just looking at time. I don't want to put a question and have to cut you off. Um, but But there's a very, very strong concern about whether or not somebody like you has the legal power to pursue. And I think once we establish that, then we can engage more. But if there's doubt, then it becomes a problem again. And with all the good intentions you have, because we can see in front of us, Minister, that there is a problem. But legally, are you covered in terms of the powers that are vested in you to be taking the action that you say you will take?
1: Well, the, the, the act, uh, Robert, is very clear. Um, that is why we took our time so that when we reached the point uh, of invoking the act... Uh, which uh, would be about funding, and and we know that funding won't make much of a difference uh, to cricket South Africa. Which is about the recognition uh, of the team, or or de-recognizing it, uh, and that will have uh, dire consequences. Uh, and those are the powers which are there, uh, and 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 if that has happened. It has to be in the government gazette. It must be gazetted. Uh, And by way of courtesy, Mm -hmm. uh, I will, as I have done in the past, which I've done even now, uh, inform the the international cricket uh, uh, that uh, we are where we are. Uh, the, The council must know that we are where we are. We are not seeking any permission from them. We are a country we have lost. And these laws have to
0: be uh,
1: respected. Uh, what would you
0: be saying to international cricket that the pro don't exist anymore? Be 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 direct to this, Minister, because sometimes, you know, with the legalese that, that, and the polities and everything that, else, we might get lost. But what would you no. be communicating to the international cricket world about South Africa as well as the international standing?
1: No, well, what, what I've uh, already uh, indicated to them uh, is what is contained in the act which means that there will be no cricket in south africa
0: okay there will be news though in south africa minister please don't go anywhere uh, we need to make way for royalty and she's here herself princess and musa
2: good evening my can the minister please explain to us was there a process to be followed or did the board have cut blunge and they made the law as they went because from an outside perspective, they seem to have done as they pleased rather than follow certain laws. And which laws are those? If they were following, is it the Sports Act, or what were they? What was their mandate?
3: Rob, it's Ye. Rob, uh, it's it's very sad hearing that people are prepared to. Try different measures uh, in place or at their disposal uh, not to adhere or comply to the recommendation that were put forward by a a board, uh, by a a, a commission uh, that was appointed by the minister, Rob. Uh, uh, Somebody has to account for not uh, complying to this, Rob. And and I think uh, the minister I fully support the Minister for taking this up because without his intervention, uh, he is the last hope. Uh, we're looking up to him to, to resolve all the issues that are in cricket. We want to see the Proteas uh, doing well in the field of play. We don't want all this here and any games. This has to stop, Rob. Thank you so much.
4: Hi Rob, how's it? This is Donald Peter here in Pretoria. Rob, uh, listening to the Minister, uh, one can tell that uh, the government has no solution on the, on this issue of the CSA. Uh, ANC government, uh, they are the policy makers. Uh, they can change any law. Uh, I'm very much surprised when the minister speaks as if maybe uh, CSA, they are the supreme one. They are the followers. I, I'm, I'm so much surprised. Uh, I can tell you that he does not inspire confidence. And uh, if this was a government, uh, a white government for that matter, and the, the, the CSA government board was black. It wouldn't last for this long. But uh, seeing this, I can tell that uh, we are not being led by people with uh, a vision uh, in this government. Thanks.
3: Bob Marao, Bob
2: Marao. This is confidence. This is confidence, Bob Marao. Bob Marao, our minister is too soft. He's too soft. I'm going to wave, I'm going to punch my kuluma. I don't think there's anyone who's going to listen to him. I want to punch. Not him <laughing> to even a punch. Even a punch, don't be too soft, Baba.
4: Hi, I'm Altuputu. This is Cozy in Apedin. Uh, you know what? We used to be one of the best. We used to be one of the best in the world. I'm saying again, in the world, in cricket, we used to be one of the best. I don't know who to blame, I don't want to point fingers, but definitely there is one to be blamed for all of this. There must be someone who must take responsibility for all the mess. You may call it what you want to call it, but I'm calling it a mess. Thank you.
2: my name is Mgolisi Imate the mother city, Cape Town. I'm really very sorry for the minister Mr. Mtetwa. He will try or he is trying but all of sudden he'll be in vain Robert. You can you can't uh, uh, fly without wings Robert. Can't fly without wings. I'm not surprised about the cricket SA Robert. This is a long 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 story Robert. Long story. Minister Makangis Stofila was there. Figi Mbalula was there. Uh, the late Steve Choyte was there. All of them, they tried but in vain. Robert, let's make it clear. I can lead a Cricket SA. I'm a closer speaking, right? But the people who surround me, we will found out that they are the big, uh, the own big companies. And they always pump up a lot of money to Cricket SA to benefit for themselves. We can cry there's a lack of blacks in cricket or lack of blacks in rugby, but we'll, we'll cry each and every year, Robert, it won't change. Because these people, they pump a lot of money to persuade my mind or to tell me what to do. I'm a puppet leader in the brand let's make it clear my robot let's not run around let's not run around cricket is a same as sorrow. thank you
4: robert aye 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 minister was all a man if you have to develop that if you want to suspend the entire board it's suspended Oh, you have the power. There's a reason why we're in the Minister of Sport. They they give you so much power that you have to use it. If our coins.
0: Right. In conversation with the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, Minister Natim Tatum. A big thanks there to Princess Anne Musot, the news at the top of the hour. You're listening to Marama Sports Worldwide. We live on Radio 2000, 97.2 to 100 FM, Metro FM, 96.4, 0607080484, Plenty of voice notes that are currently coming through. As you've heard a sample of those, it's, it's, you know, it's a conversation that really begs a great deal of answers the minister would have heard a lot of these voice notes and uh, maybe the same thing coming back i know last time we had a bit of a giggle about it minister uh, when people are saying minister you must you know have the punch was that the word that was being used here not be too soft have the punch otherwise nobody's going to listen to you when you keep hearing that what does the minister say how do you respond to that
1: no, well, I, I don't scream, uh, Rob. I I focus on what needs to be done and I will do it uh, without any fear of anything. Uh, we'll do what is correct. Um, so I'm not in the business of banging, you know, desks and uh, tables. No, I won't do that. Mm. But the, the the issue at hand here has to be confronted and we're confronting it. Um, and 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 for me, really, uh, uh, as you said, from our very first uh, interview with Steve, <laughs> mm. Mm. uh yeah, no, uh, no, I'm I'm not going to be banging desks and, and, and benches.
0: Yeah. Uh, I suppose, you know, the sports guy who is on Twitter right now, because I'm reading through a few of the tweets on the timeline, uh, he says the current members are just giving the minister the middle finger. He must act in accordance with the powers that are bestowed upon him. Watch them. And I suppose he meant uh, report them to the ICC and uh, cry political interference because um, it's, it's heading there. Are you utilizing, usurping all the powers that are there vested in you to take the action? And when will we see that? Because just before the news, I asked you a direct question. You gave me a direct answer. And you said there will be no cricket in SA. Let's pick up on that and the powers that you're going to use.
1: Well, I did say, uh, Rob, that uh, this week is the final week uh, for everything. We are wrapping up everything. Uh, and people uh, decide that they want to be where they are, and uh, we are going to be proceeding. If there's if nothing changes, we are going to be proceeding with what we have at our disposal uh, and implement the Act.
0: A couple of things, Minister. Like I said, I don't know. I think one day... We're going to need to have a four-hour show so that by the time you're exhausted and you do stuff and we move on with life. The issue that keeps coming up is the endorsement by the independent board of what they have called an unlawful appointment of Graham Smith into now two key positions. And then linked to that is the unlawful appointment of the Proteus coach, as it stands right now, that both of them are appointed unlawfully.
1: That's precisely the point we're making, uh, Rob, that over a period of time, things have been happening uh, within cricket in a way uh, that um, is not uh, in consonant with the ideal situation you want to see going forward. And therefore, we we believe that uh, for us to reach that point, um, we hoped uh, initially that uh, we'll, we'll reach it uh, smoothly uh, without any any uh, you know, uh, powers uh, to be involved or whatever you. Uh, but we won't be dealing with all these other things of appointments and and everything when, in fact, the superstructure itself is not what
0: it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So for but, us, but cricket, you, you know, Minister, you know yeah. where cricket is played. Cricket is played right there at the centre of that turf wherever around the country it is played and around the world it is played. So if in key positions, there are two key unlawful appointments and then we want to talk and and talk about issues of governance, that is a glaring mismanagement of that word called governance right in front of our eyes, regardless of You know, this is not even a personal thing. I know, Graham, I know him as a a cricketer and a great cricketer at that, and as a captain, as a great cricketer and a great captain at that. But when it comes to key appointments, of which now I even believe that it's not just about being director of cricket, um, it's also occupying another key role within the commercial entity as a chief commercial officer. Now, is that not worrying, especially with... yeah, I almost said the rubbish results, but I guess they are uh, in the end that we are getting, Minister. What's your response to that? No,
1: no, Robert. Um, the the entire I'll I'll take it back to you. That right. what is it that uh, is being done properly in cricket today? There's you know? nothing. There is there nothing. Is nothing. Done. Precisely. That's precisely the point I'm making. That here you must get to a point where you deal a blow with a, a I also nearly used the wrong word a a, 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 a bad culture, let me mm. put it that way. Because fundamentally you will see instances of wrongdoing, but those are just instances. The mm. issue here is that you have a situation, you have administrators who have you know, put themselves above everything. You you just spoke about players and what players Mm. are saying. And by the way, both players who are still uh, playing now, players, -players, uh, ex-players, ex-administrators, everybody, we consulted everybody, and all of them agree that you need to fix this mess. And for you to fix the mess, you must know that in the process, you will still have instances which will be able to point to that this is not being done okay. But there is nothing which is going to be done correctly when the base, when the source is so flawed that it needs no reform, but just total
0: transformation. Here's a simple one. Minister, just for your own digestion and, and showing how flawed everything is. And I'm not even talking about uh, issues that have to do with governance. And I'm not talking about the issues that you're currently fighting with independent board, um, you know, whatever the scenario might be. Here is a clear scenario. You imagine if Ignatius Mtembu somebody who doesn't exist, right? But Ignatius Mtempo was, was the one who was coaching the tiers. And Ignatius Mtembo had lost 8 out of 11 series. What do you think would have happened to Ignatius Mtembo today?
1: <laughs> well, that's a rhetoric question. Uh, Rob. No, no, so no rhetoric as it is, but I'm sure you can tell me. What, what yeah? would have happened? You see, uh, Rob, it's not only about governance what we are talking about. It's about what, if I may make, make an example, Ex-players were saying, pouring their heart out, crying, Rob,
0: mm. when I was but, interacting with them. Yeah, But you but know? give me an answer, though, Minister, so that we, we, we don't continue without me knowing what you think. Ignatius Mtembo loses 8 out of 11 series. No,
1: would Ignatius Mtempo be... He, he,
0: he would have been history. He would have been gone. But there's silence. Long time ago. There is silence from the the selective media. There is silence from everybody within cricket. And yet you look at a guy like Inok Nkwe, lost a series in India, demoted to be an assistant coach of the Proteus, and he is one of the most experienced when it comes to credibility and not just standard qualification, when it comes to who gets to be qualified, how in cricket, and yet demoted. One series he was exposed to. Yeah.
1: Let let me tell you, Rob, that... uh, uh, what I picked up uh, from this crisis uh, of, of players was that racism is not in your face, because it's no longer in the statute books. Uh, but subtle racism uh, is the order of the day. And I know that immediately you'll get a statement you say, no, there's no such a thing. But I'm talking about people who have been there done it, got a, a, a T-shirt for it, and they know what they're talking about. But then, again, you then wonder why people don't want change. Because what it means that if there is no change, the status quo will continue. People will cry. The team we are talking about uh, will continue to be the second-class citizens, in a in a subtle way, I said it I said it uh, much earlier that it cannot be that uh, the top key people in cricket, uh, all of them are white mm. and and I'm saying that uh, without any hesitation because I believe it's not the true representation of cricket in South Africa and the capacity and
0: capability of individuals within cricket. And without blackening and whitening everything, and and I throw it again back at you. It's tough being devil's advocate minister. You, you'll forgive me, but that's the job that I'm, I'm aligned to do here. In, in your appointment of the interim board, for example, and the people that you've given the right to chair, the interim board, and you're asking for transformation, out of the two people that have chaired, are any of them African? Well,
1: in the first instance, uh, Rob, we, we looked for a judge uh, to take, um, and um, the judge then, which was our first choice and preference, uh, told me is not available. Uh, the former uh, chief justice was not available, uh, and we had to... Get the second uh, choice, which was uh, Judge Yaku. So right from the beginning, we were clear. And, and when it came, when it came to the person who, uh, Doctor Nicolau, uh, who um, replaced Judge Yakub, I just put it to them as the interim board that I want because it was the midstream. I want you as the port to give me. The person you you think that they would be able to take yourself as a board, so that came from uh, the board itself. So we're very conscious right from the beginning uh, that the, the 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 issue of African and black leadership is important, and for us we need to demonstrate that. Well, unfortunately, it didn't go as uh, we wanted it to. One and two, you had. Uh, You didn't have much time. You had to come in, uh, act, uh, uh, and and hit the ground running. Uh, So we were clear uh, what we wanted to see right from the beginning.
0: Okay. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take, but but you get the point that I was making in terms of what is seen. Yes, you explained, but again, it's it's about what we see. Uh, the optics, it's, it's about what somebody sees when he's sitting at home who says, ah, look, hey, this one, they only got, you know, one black player. And somebody w- will come and explain whatever it is that we're not seeing, and then it might make sense. Uh, I think one of the, the voice notes made reference of that noise can be made, but change won't be made, and I disagree. I mean, we got into so much trouble with the previous minister of sport, um, you know, who's a, who's a dear... Wonderful human being, um, the the former minister, uh, Mbalula. And that was to do with the room dividers. It had to do with the fight for transformation. But look at what transformation did. It brought back a World Cup with the most transformed team. Uh, with the player scoring, you know, a try in a World Cup final that had never been done before. He happened to be a black guy uh, who did that. And that is what that fight for transformation is. It has never been a transformed cricket uh, team. That is why I keep saying on the show that as long as they remain this way, they'll never win Mm. a Cricket World Cup. Mm. And people Mm. need to switch on. The former players can't just make a noise because they don't want to be not uh, needling and talking about issues of Black Lives Matter. And only then you hear them vocalizing things. It doesn't work like that. But in, in summary, from where I sit, Minister, is that the biggest problem that... You're sitting with right now is that people are vying for something, something major, and that is a good old cash cow that is in cricket. You know what happens in India, right? You know what that means. And the reason why, and I'm telling you this free of charge, Minister, is that that is the biggest problem, that is the biggest obstacle towards you meeting halfway, you winning this war, it will never be. And we entrust you as we let you go that with the powers that you think you have please do something and do it before midnight tonight. I promise. That's the stance uh, we've taken. And as minister, I know you've been getting otherwise kind of press. Uh, all sorts of things have happened during COVID. I hope that when you say you promise, you will live up to that word. And I thank you for your indulgence. It's been a worthy exercise, and I hope everybody has learned. And I look forward to chatting to you once the action has been taken.
1: This is mine, Robert.
0: Good evening. I thank you so much, Minister. That is the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, Minister Natim Tetwa. Um where do I even start, begin, end but we have to end because Abakel are coming in but thank you I know there are a couple of questions that were oh, on, on the WhatsApp voice notes but it takes a little bit of brutal honesty I think the minister was, was was game to taking those kind of questions because I think we've reached the end point, South Africa we've reached that point where Ayman. Hey man as a cricketing country, we can do better than the nonsense that we're seeing both on the uh, field uh, uh, and in the boardroom. Uh, 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 uh. And I don't say that word advisedly, I say it because I mean it. In as much as I mean, oh, listen to that. What instrument is that? I don't even know but it sounds great.